0: Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Burger. Hi everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Ma? Wonderful, sweetie. Everything is going great on my end. How's everything with
1: you on this lovely, uh, I think it's the first day of spring or something around in
0: there on this beautiful day? Uh, everything, everything is going pretty good um you know i'm i'm feeling a little refreshed well you got me feeling a little refreshed i'm, I'm happy to be doing the podcast today and you know i'm keeping myself pretty busy but busy is, is a good busy it's not a bad busy so i'm happy about that and i feel very fortunate okay me too daughter so do i what's been going on oh my gosh my you know what's going on we still have have you heard any news from your your ex-friend trump
1: I don't know if he was ever really supposed to get arrested today or not. Did he lies so much? You know, he's got everybody, you know, waiting to see if he's going to get arrested, to see if his people are going to riot. And oh, my goodness, it's just ridiculous. But I don't think so. But I guess they could actually arrest him at any time. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? You know, know, a lot of people are saying, you know, it would have been done early, that it's too late. I mean, it's still relatively early in the day, but Mm -hmm. who knows? We just have to wait and see.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we'll, uh, you know, keep you updated on the Bambushi Happy Hour. Yeah. And there's
1: some uh, activity with uh, Tish James, too. Yeah. It's not just Alvin Bragg. Tish James. Okay. The other prosecutor in Manhattan, yeah, okay. the civil, you know, you know, Alan Bragg is criminal, you know, but the civil, yeah, Tish James, you remember Tish James? Ma, I remember, yes, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I'm not really sure what's going on, but there's some activity I heard in passing. I didn't get the whole story because I was kind of preoccupied, mm-hmm. but, uh, but there's some movement going on involving her as well today.
0: Okay. You know, I don't know.
1: Um, if, I don't think it has to do with now, arresting him, but it does have to do with a uh, case against him.
0: Now we're saying today, when when you guys hear this, it's going to be on the twenty second. So something may have you know changed, and maybe an update by then. So we'll yeah.
1: See. yeah, yeah. All so, right. My, the whole world will see.
0: My, I mean, I'm,
1: I'm I'm a skeptic. I don't think there's going to be anything much, but we shall see. Because he's because he's been Teflon Teflon Don. Donald Mm -hmm.
0: Trump. Mm -hmm. Gosh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, All right. (laughs) So we're crossing our fingers that, you know, an arrest will be made. So Mm, we'll see. Okay, mom. So let's tell everybody what we are sipping on. We are sipping on, because we know this is still International Women's Month, International Women's History Month, uh, we are sipping on some Uncle Nearest Whiskey by Fawn Weaver. Let me get my little glass together. What's going on? Okay, we ready? Yes, ma'am. Okay, do we want to raise our glasses? Here's to
1: long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness.
0: Salud. Salud. Very
1: potent.
0: Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay, Mom. Oh, boy. A couple okay. of housekeeping things. Um, first, we want to encourage everyone to read The Vanishing Half, which is the Bambushi Happy Hour Book Club Book of the Month for March by Britt Bennett. Be able to discuss the novel on March 29th. So, guys, if you haven't started it, get the audio book, or if you're a quick reader, you know, get the paperback and, you know, email us, um, you know, we want to hear your thoughts on this book. Also, if you are interested in advertising for your brand or business, go to our homepage, the and check out our affiliate program. Okay. And wait, one more thing, Ma. I made a little mistake on the last episode. Um, I renamed one of our popular segments. It should have been refund matinee or full price. Are we good, Ma? Any other updates that I need to make? No, I can't think of anything. I actually didn't even think of that
1: one, but okay, good.
0: Okay. Okay. so Our
1: listeners know where we were going with it for sure. (laughs) Okay, all right, What else is going on?
0: So out of pocket or on the money, Mr. Rick Rick Ross, you know, he owns owns some bison. So his bison escaped on his Georgia property and made their way into a neighbor's yard. The, The musician did confirm. And some people were a little afraid because they were worried that the like 200 plus pound bison may bother the kids in the neighborhood. Right. Anyway, to make a long story short, they did eventually get the bison, but uh, Rick Roy said, for everybody that's wanting a statement and a response, my bulls, my cows, a couple of buffaloes that got away in the community, this is my response. I always return stray animals. And he says, mine don't have a collar because you know it's mine. When you see my buffalo, give it a carrot, give it an apple. They're so kind and so peaceful. Now, Ma, was he out of pocket or on the money with his response? Now, he could get fined because he is supposed to have his uh, livestock res- you know, restrained. They are legal, but they should yeah. be restrained. What are well, your thoughts?
1: I think they are restrained, but they just happen to get away. I don't think he just keeps them unrestrained because if he cares about them, something could happen to them. So they need to be restrained for their own safety, yeah. not not because they're aggressive animals, um, to two parts to what he said. Um, I like it that he feels that they're kind and that they're caring, but he has to also understand that people are afraid of big animals that, they're, that they don't know, don't belong to them. They're unaccustomed to seeing those uh, animals in their environment. And so people's natural instinct is to be afraid. Mm-hmm. So- I understand that his animals are kind or at least they're kind to him. I don't know that he himself can vouch for how kind they'd be around strange people right so um I don't think it was the smartest advice I don't think it was the most effective advice. I think it showed a level of caring on his part I I you know I feel that he's an animal lover I feel that it shows you know a vulnerable and tender side of him, which right. is wonderful. But I think it's impractical for him to talk to people who are not accustomed to being around his animals in mm-hmm. that way, because they are big, intimidating looking animals. And so I don't think that's the best advice for the safety of his animals. Right. I don't. Think that's the best advice. So let me put it that way. I guess I guess I'm going to have to go with overall kind of out of pocket.
0: Yeah, I, I think he was out of pocket. Yeah. I, I think he was funny, but I, I also think, you know, you got to protect you your are, animals. Right. And people are scared right. Of, right. of large animals.
1: Oh, even, some people are scared
0: off. of small animals. And
1: and and you don't know how these animals are going to react to strangers.
0: Mom, maybe he's Dr. Doolittle. Maybe he can talk to them. Maybe they he, told him but
1: guess to what? Them. Even Dr. Doolittle is not uh um omnipotent. Uh Dr. Doolittle has got to be in the presence of the animal, these animals strayed away from him. That's true. You know, so yeah. so what good is if he if he is the bison whisperer? If he's nowhere <laughs> around when these bison are, you know, walking off, you know, going down, meandering along the road, it doesn't do any good. So, yeah, you know, for a lot of reasons, he that was like really bad advice. I think he should be given some different kinds of advice to his neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know, he may know that all oh, those are the rick's animals, but look, uh, you know, I got my kids, my grandkids, and they're scared of it. And you know, n- just don't tell me to give it a carrot, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not just gonna go up to it and give it a carrot. You know, it might not like my carrots, or it no. might not like me. You know, so right. give me some advice that'll help protect everybody, you know. Right. So, so that's it. I and, agree. And furthermore, Rick must contain your animals. Right. I mean, you must have room enough to have all these animals, else you wouldn't have them. Right. I'm pretty sure there's space cell out in the backyard of the barn or wherever they live, or even if they live in the apartment with you or the house with you. Well, I'm sure it's know. not
0: an apartment, Ma. Well, you know, that maybe they got
1: their own little crib upstairs or in the basement or what I don't know what he does with them, but he needs to have them contained. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they might have their own little apartment, you know. You know. Yeah, who knows? I, I mean, I don't know. Let's I think the barn, the barn is the animal's house, right? yes you know wherever he keeps them but no rick i'm sorry rick it's nice about the animals
0: but you got to be more careful
1: you got to take a little bit better care
0: okay i agree ma okay All right, let's move on to um eva lingoria who people were out to get her on twitter so eva lingoria, well i don't know Ma. so she sat down with chris wallace for an interview on his show who's talking to chris wallace and okay. one of her former co-stars, Eric Brandon, uh, did not like some things that she said. So he tweeted. Her co-star was- from what? Desperate Housewife days? No, no. You, you, oh, from The okay. Young and the Restless. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So he said, Eva Longoria, you just made derogatory remarks about daytime actors. You simply weren't good enough to survive the pressures of the, of this medium. You were very lucky to get on that housewife show. Uh, You did one show in eight to 12 days with mediocre but salacious dialogue. Our actresses would run rings around you and they did then. From Robert De Niro to whoever they all are, many of them started in the medium you denigrate. It shows a complete lack of class. Now here's what Eva said. Now this is what sparked all the controversy. okay. She said that it didn't pay enough for me to live off being an actor, referring to Young and the the Restless. So I continued being a headhunter and Young and the Restless, and I would hide the fact that I was on Young and the Restless to my clients because they didn't want a dumb actress handling their accounts. I was like, don't tell anybody I'm on that show because I was, you know, still making more money on my day job. So what do you think of that, mom? Uh she
1: was being derogatory toward the show. She was. Not necessarily the other actors on the show. I I don't I'm not hearing that. I'm hearing that she's saying the show paid low wages and she didn't make enough money to To quit being a headhunter, I think if they had paid more money, she would have been happier. She didn't say they weren't talented. She just said they didn't pay well, right. That's right. A, that that that's the crux of the whole thing right. And, and people thought would have thought that she was making a lot more money being mm-hmm. on TV, but right. she was not. And I think that was her I think that was the gist of it. I never heard her say those bunch of untalented people. I never heard her say the show itself sucks and I'm ashamed to be on it. I heard her say, I don't want people to know. Um, I did hear her say dumb actors and actresses, but that isn't to do with the show. That's an old negative stereotype. Right. She means in general. Right, 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 right. She was not talking about the show in particular at all. The one derogatory thing she said about the show And apparently it was true, because I don't think she would have wanted to work two jobs. Apparently, either she was just living above her means or the pay scale was very low and she just couldn't live on any decent standard, just, you know, working there part time or whatever she was doing on the show. I don't think she was one of the major stars. I think, uh, you know, the main people got more money, but whatever the case is, she wasn't making enough money and she kept, and that was the complaint. That was the gist of the whole complaint. She was complaining about the the actors and, you know, oh, my co-stars suck and they're a bunch of untalented hacks and I don't want to work with them. And, you know, she wasn't going there. She just said the show didn't pay her enough money.
0: I think. Yeah. I mean, I think that was my issue with with uh, Eric because he seemed like he was like really like hostile. Like I yeah. understand he, he that She took it somewhere that
1: she didn't intend for it to go. What she
0: was, uh, what she was saying was negative, but she was saying it negative in the way specifically that the show wasn't paying high enough wages. And like you said, not to denigrate any of her fellow actors, right? That not at not all. What she said
1: not at all. She didn't even denigrate the quality of the show. Mm-mm. She didn't attack the script, the writers, the anything. What she did attack. Was her pay, her salary, right. All right. and that, and that's what she meant, right. and that's what she she meant that she had to keep. And there's a lot of people who start off in certain, you know, low-paying areas just for the opportunity. She could have been more gracious. She could have said, even though for a long time I had to continue to work two jobs in order to, you know, live a decent standard or live according to the standard that I wanted to. But some people would sleep in their car or do anything or sleep on a friends' couch until, you know, just for the opportunity, you know, to be on TV. And so, you know, she could have shown more gratitude. Yeah, she have. She could have shown more gratitude. But she didn't. Definitely did not dog out her coworkers. You no, know, she didn't. She and her, her, you know, her fellow actors. She did not, uh, you know, denigrate her colleagues. No, you I'm know, what, you know, this, that.
0: this for some reason reminded me a little bit of Meghan Markle, but it's not the same thing because when Megan Meghan Markle was on Deal or No Deal, she was she said she was specifically on that show because of the pay. So those are completely different things. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, but, I, but, I, but but
1: Meghan Markle was actually denigrating the show.
0: She was. Yes. Yeah, so so that that's, was, that's that's a, was a whole other thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. She, you know, was happy to get the money, but so to me, they both showed a level of ingratitude. Okay.
0: These very pampered been, actors. Right. They
1: both could have been more gracious. You know.
0: Yeah. So,
1: so that's what I'll say about that.
0: Okay. Okay. all right so we're gonna so we're gonna you know even though I like them both but uh anyway all but right. he, took
1: the re- he took the response personally and um based on the information I'm getting she it was not a personal attack on her peers at all
0: no it wasn't mm-hmm. okay. Okay. okay Okay. so Keep moving. so my um so let's move on to uh another one of your friends I don't know if this is your friend I'm just ladies and gentlemen I'm just joking when I say that um Adam Sandler do you like Adam Sandler? I don't know too much
1: about him personally. He's uh, pretty amusing in his, you know, movies, but uh, I don't know too much about him personally. Okay. I don't know about his politics or anything. Uh,
0: well, don't ask.
1: Okay. 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 Well, then that determines whether or not I like him.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, he was interviewed on the red carpet um, at his... Um, he was on his way to accept the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. And they asked him his thoughts on Chris Rock's special Selective Outrage. And this is what Adam said. I thought he was unbelievably relaxed, funny, thoughtful, crushed it, was real to himself, and it was an exciting and it was a- as exciting to watch as when the Super Bowl is on. I thought about it all weekend. All right. Rock's doing his thing tonight. Sat, watched it in my kitchen, laughed my ass off. Immediately watched it right after. I was. It was one of the best experiences. I thought it was amazing. Okay, is he out of pocket or on the money when describing selective outrage?
1: He's on his money. He's on the money.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, he is on his money. Jesus is.
1: Yeah. 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 No, he's on the money. That's that's how he felt about it. Okay. He he gave his true sentiment. Whether you agree or don't agree, he certainly won the money. He certainly didn't say anything inappropriate or, you know, wasn't throwing shade or anything like that. He came across as sincere. That's how he felt about it. That's also his good friend. Well, then that's all the more reason. That's how you felt about it. But some people can be objective about their friends.
0: How, how many out loud?
1: Yeah, well, not too many. Well, really. They might
0: be good. objective, but you I, know. I, I enjoyed private. it
1: too. I'm just going to say, you know. I
0: enjoyed, I enjoyed it, I, it too.
1: Overall, they were... overall, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I got a couple real, real sincere laughs out of it where I was just straight up laughing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I
0: thought. I thought overall, I thought he did a good job.
1: Uh, me too. And I was glad he went where he went. I don't think he was trying to shame or do anything to anybody. I think he was letting out, you know, look what y'all did to me, Jesus Christ, you know. So I, I liked it. I liked it, okay, okay. all right. Uh, I mean talk there's your talk talk your talk, Chris. that's it
0: there there's nothing really to disagree with that, ma. okay, um, so we're gonna move on to um Miss Larsa Pippin, you know, Scotty Pippin's ex-wife, ma.
1: Oh, she's still on the housewife hoes or whatever she's on? Uh,
0: Ma, I think sorry. she what might what be. She oh. might be, not, not, they don't call it hoes, but you know, it's a uh, Miami. I oh, think. do
1: they, oh, they, do they call it whores? Do they actually spell mm-hmm. it out and use the correct word?
0: No, no. We you don't know. know what that lady is. She no, it, in her life. I, she was a whore. I said that she was on the housewife hoes. Oh, okay. That, you
1: know, is the, the, I'm figuring that's like the name of the show.
0: Well, my, let's not call him that. Oh, okay. All right. So, anyway, so that's Scotty Pittman's ex wife who. tongue in
1: cheap, ladies. I know that you are very classy ladies and would never be inappropriate or <laughs> in any way promiscuous. Okay, let's keep going.
0: <laughs> okay, Listen. since you said that, Ma. Now, you know uh, that's
1: being cheap, ladies, because you know how you know you're all about it, about it. Okay. But okay. some of them
0: are married.
1: Yes, but all in between and up and down, you know, okay. right.
0: So she was married, mine, Ma, to Scottie Pippen for twenty three years, and so yeah. guess guess what she claimed, you know, and she's now dating Michael Jordan's son. Michael Jordan's son, yeah, yeah, right. That's right. what she claims about her marriage to Scotty
1: Pippen. She was unhappy. It was all a sham.
0: It was she all. She says, a- "Mom, listen, listen." She says that she had sex every day for 23 years not just every day four mm-hmm. times a day okay good and, she, and shannon sharp commented and he said that's why scotty pippen had all those back problems in his career <laughs> well so, guess what so who was well, out of what? pocket and who was on the money ma?
1: If Shannon Sharp was funny and on the money. You know, I'm a Shannon Sharp fan. Shannon Sharp was funny and on the money. She was out of pocket and, and plus lying because she didn't even see him every day. So she is totally lying. He on the this road. Man, this man was on the road, up and down, or whatever she meant whenever she saw him. Four times? I don't know what drug she has gotten on, but I'm going to say this. She Why? Is lying. She didn't have him and, and listen, no, not no four times a day. You might go through a period where you go in real strong, you know, or something <laughs> like that, but that's not gonna last for no 23 years. And then wait a minute. And then you know what I want to issue, Miss Lauren, uh Lori, Lauren Larsa. Larsa Pippin. Yeah. Guess what? Well, why are y'all divorced now? <laughs> if, if everything was so euphoric, you oh, know, oh, oh Lord, every day. I mean, you barely could get out the bed. If you or wherever you was having sex, you couldn't move from the spot. Okay. So, how y'all separated? How y'all divorced? It's, it's so, so, you know, oh, is that why you got a man so much younger? Oh, after Scotty got where he couldn't perform <laughs> four times a day, every day you had to go get you somebody way younger who could keep up with that schedule? Well, he,
0: well, Scotty, I mean, Pippin is older. about 11 to 12 years older than her, and she's about 15, 16 years um older than michael Jordan. But listen stuff. i'm understanding everything and i'm
1: asking is that's what's up it's not making you sound good that's it all just I sounds
0: mean. silly it's yeah, not it's, it's just unbelievable
1: it sounds real silly because in, in the first place it ain't true because like nice. i said he wasn't even home there are certain seasons where you don't barely see him and you know maybe right. maybe he was making up for lost time when he saw you he was trying to you know catch up or whatever <laughs> You know, maybe y'all did have a good love life, but it wasn't what you said. And it ain't no way in hell. People don't do anything every day except eat and sleep. Go to the bathroom. That's about it. And some people don't do all of those things every day. uh, Yeah, well, for most days, at least. So, no, she was out of pocket because she was lying. No. So, why did you say
0: that? What? No, I said, Larsa. Why did you say that? Oh, Larsa. Oh,
1: okay. No, Laura says lying. She's just up there. She might have been drinking or getting high up there with Shannon or something. And she no, was. Lying. she
0: wasn't on there with Shannon. She was on um, uh, was it Andy Cohen show or something?
1: Oh, on that. Oh, watch what happens on yeah, that. Yeah, I think so, um, or, or something. something. I don't know. Well, you For know,
0: sure. they have I, I'm making bartender. that up.
1: They but have a, they have a per, uh, permanent bartender up there. They have a guest bartender every show
0: yeah I don't i scratched that I don't know if that's what she was but I know she wasn't talking to Shannon Shannon just commented on it on social yeah. media yeah yeah okay.
1: well I guess so Shannon was funny but but Larsa was was not being honest
0: out of pocket yeah. Larsa
1: you're totally out of pocket and that that's not saying you didn't have a real good strong love life but it wasn't what
0: you said it was I think she likes a lot of attention I noticed that about her you think you think okay so my here are some updates. So we've mentioned about Michael Jordan um, in the last episode. So Michael Jordan is indeed, well, reportedly in talks to sell the majority stake in the Charlotte Hornets. We still are unclear as to why, um, but numerous publications are reporting this information, including Sports Illustrated. Okay. So I, like I said, I hope that he doesn't, I know the Hornets have not been a good team. They have not made, I don't think they've won a playoff series since he took over in like 2010, 20, was it 2009 or 2010, something like that. But I would hope that he would not sell the team because like I said, then there's no, no black owner in the N- NBA. Well, so, whatever. Well, there will
1: be, I'm not too worried about that. Because well, this- I
0: will win. LeBron can't do it now and it'll be some years if okay. and if he can.
1: Okay. Well, there are other people interested, I'm sure. I, I hope so. I don't want to dwell too much on that because I, I don't want to, let's just see how it all goes down because I don't want to be disappointed in Michael Jordan. You know, I don't, I don't want to be disappointed in him and I don't know what that means and where his head is and what's going on. So I don't want to go there. Let's just see what happens. Okay. I don't, I don't want to dwell on that.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but- I mean, you know, I mean, cause we could be going down a path and we just really don't know what's going on. Cause it's, you know, on the outside, it's not sounding good and let's hope it's not what it sounds like. So let's just keep it moving.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, so let's get into, oh, Cam Newton. So everyone knows Cam Newton was a former Panther and for a brief time, he was a Patriot. So, um, he was throwing a football today, um, at Orborn's Pro Day um, in hopes that some NFL scouts may sign him to an NFL team. Cam did not play in 2022 at all. And when we saw him in 2021, it was limited and it did not look like the Cam that we all knew. Ma, any thoughts on that?
1: I don't know. My, my thought is that Cam didn't have his head really in the game for the last few years, mm-hmm. since they made it to where well, they make it to the Super Bowl and things didn't work yes. out well, so, yeah, that
0: was so, well. He really
1: hasn't, as far as I'm concerned, he's been um, half stepping ever since then. Okay, he really has never reached those heights again. You know, when he was doing the the dap and all that, you mm-hmm. know, remember back then, um, he really, you know, was yes. well and had a really um, a good attitude about it. You know. Um, the morale of the team was high and everything and just because they lost the Super Bowl you know um, he just became completely deflated, deflated. Um, he did not have a good attitude, he did not show good sportsmanship, he jumped up and ran out of the uh, what do you call it, the the news thing the press thing, when they were in the press room yeah,
0: press conference Yeah, yeah.
1: he jumped up and ran out of that and you know and I don't know it's like uh he was just like an immature kid
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's not the way to lead of course he was disappointed he might have felt like crying maybe he did cry but you know go ahead and cry let that be what it is you know or go home and cry do whatever you want feel bad have yeah. you have to feel bad but talk it out and get over it and move on that's the way a leader of men does or mm-hmm. a leader of people period you know that's the way because he was the captain of the team and everything. You can't act like that. You can't behave publicly like that. Yeah, you can't,
0: he won you. an MVP. He was the MVP. Yeah, year, yeah. So, you yeah. know, and you can't you can't even get through a press conference. I mean, but, but you know,
1: ma, I, I I don't see I don't see him. I don't see anybody being interested in Cam. But ma, I don't
0: anything. I don't mean to cut you off at that because that was <laughs> many years ago. Yeah, but he hasn't. Right. He has not improved. Well listen, his play wasn't what it was then. And um, I don't know, you know, like I, I wish well for Cam because Cam was really exciting. and He was a, a dynamic player. I just don't see him getting the opportunity again in the NFL. And I don't think that he should try. I think that he should, you know, work on other things. Maybe it's, you know, business. I, 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 Media. His head hasn't been in
1: it for years, right. so I mean, I'm with you, daughter. His head hasn't been in it for a long time. The reason I, you know, you know, uh, talk about back at that time is because he's been on a steady decline. Yeah, you know, it's not like he's had, you know, a period where he really you know, got his head and body and mind and everything back into it and, you know, was showing signs of, you know, the old Cam, you know, and mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. No, he, you know, he has really just, um, you know, allowed his uh, skills to erode at an accelerated pace. Yeah. You know, down, and it's like he didn't do anything to stop it. Yeah. You know, and, and I can't see why anybody now at this stage would have any confidence in him, irrespective to the fact that he would not be the oldest player or this or that, but he's not a player who has shown commitment. His level of the, that's the biggest problem. Yeah, his level of commitment is gone. You know, yeah.
0: and and so and, and well, my I think that his physical ability is gone. I think that you know it he's is. gotten older, and I think that oh, yeah a I different agree with you. type of player. You know, he right. was more of an athletic athlete. And as you get older, you know, you can't rely on that. You have to rely on, you know, certain and he has to, game it, plans or right. your arm. You. And he was never he that has, accurate. like And and he as is, a thrower. He, Sorry. I
1: got you. And he has never developed those skills. He right. hasn't developed those skills since then. And we all know that. Pam has been doing nothing but making babies and running to the uh B valley. You know, gonna That's it. No, okay. no, and right. and you know, Cam and that he is at this point. Now I can understand if he was like, okay, so I'm finished with football. You know, look, I, you know, I'm I'm not doing, you know, right. I'm not, you know, showing the kind of discipline I need to to stay in the game longer or whatever. I'm out. But now you want to come back and you've shown nothing. How many people going to be interested? How how much mm-hmm. ticket value do you think you have? How much appeal do you think you have at this point?
0: Yeah. Not a lot. Well, not a lot. You know, I, I wish him luck. You know, if he wants to prove us wrong, prove us wrong. Cause I wish that's for him. I that would be good I if just, you just wanted do. to like realistic. You.
1: But I'm like you, time goes on. Right. It's time for you to be developing other aspects of your life. Right. You know, right. I'd be and be it would be wonderful if he could still play. You know, up to the standard that he wants to play and all that. That would be lovely. But mm-hmm. no matter, I don't care how well you play, understand time and tide wait for no man. So mm-hmm. you need to be planning for your future. All right. And he's out here. And to me, it's just, he's acting like somebody who has an out-of-control ego or somebody who running through their money real quick and getting broke and just up here, you know, resorting to what they know.
0: There's that. You know,
1: So I I don't know what he's doing, but it's not a good look. As far as I'm concerned, it's not a good look. I hope you have some better news about these sports people.
0: Okay, well, I'm going (laughs) to I'm going to move on to a comedian who um, Marlon Wayans. He wonders why uh, Jay-Z hasn't invited him to the Rock Nation brunch. Now, he joked about it. You know, he says he gets an invite from Diddy all the time. But he says some of the guests at Jay-Z's parties, well, you know, they're a little suspect, and I'm paraphrasing that Jay- I'm paraphrasing that that they're just he's he used some choice words pretty much that they aren't that great. How come oh, he hasn't okay. gotten how how come he hasn't gotten well imagine, well imagine
1: how bad he feels when he's not invited
0: right. That's if they
1: great, right then yeah. you're even less great than they are.
0: So what, in so, Jay-Z's mind So should Jay-Z invite Marlon? He's still hoping for an invite, ma.
1: No. Why do you say no? No. Because if you want to invite, don't get on there and do a comedy skit.
0: That's
1: true. We, we, we in the business. We, yeah. you know, we're all out there and, and Wayne's been out there for years. You know, we all in the business and you talk to me man to man. You know, you can see me, you can have your people contact my people or whatever, whatever. If if that means something, you don't you don't get on there. It ain't like he has a nightly TV show. It ain't like uh Oprah and uh what's his name, David Letterman where they had an outright, you know, fight cuz David Letterman attacked Oprah for being a little bit, you know, overweight or something. It's not like that. You know, I mean, there's no thing between them like that. So, it you know, if you just want to, you know, want an invitation or whatever, then call, then call and ask him. Just I ask. R- yeah. yeah, I'd rather call and ask or, or text and ask or whatever you do. Have your people reach out to his people. Whatever. I would ask yeah. rather than to, rather than to be uh, on TV or or on the you know so in social media whatever pl- platform he used. I'd rather go do more directly.
0: You know, and Marlon is a, another one of those comedians to me that I think is has more dramatic talent, more dramatic acting talent than he showcases. Because yeah. to me, he was yeah. really good in um, respect yeah. with um, Jennifer Hudson. And I don't find him that funny. I mean, he has little bits here and there, but just in yeah. general, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I no, think he actually I has too. talent as an actor. I think,
1: yeah. I think he's a better, a better actor. I yeah. think, he, you know, has been utilized in the wrong way or maybe he's been developing these skills, you know, throughout, you know, the years. I'm not sure, but, yeah. um, but I really enjoyed him in that movie too. And I yeah. saw him having very strong acting chops. Yeah. You know? So whatever the case is, Marlon, just reach out. Yeah. Don't start start going negative. See, that's a low character right there. You know, I mean, we joke. I say all kinds of things about everybody just being silly, you know. But well, sometimes, sometimes I'm serious. But in general, Mm -hmm. in general, if I really wanted an invitation, um, I would just reach out. I wouldn't start criticizing the people at his, you know, affairs or at his, you know, uh, events and whatnot. I wouldn't criticize the people there because it's not about the people there. It's about I feel offended because you didn't invite me. Right, and like to come, it's nothing to do. You know, so you know, but a, a person, you know, with high moral standards and classy, they wouldn't they wouldn't go there. They'd just be honest and say, you know, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to come. I'd right. like to, I'd like to be invited. You know, I'd like to think you thought highly enough of me to invite me. Yeah, you know, I don't know how much. Real work Jay-Z has ever done with him. I think a lot of the people Jay-Z invites to his affairs, he knows them uh and has worked with and them. And has worked with them, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, so I yeah. don't know how
0: much they did together. I'm not sure they ever did anything together. But I think he yeah. invites a lot of musicians and just kind of like, you yeah. know, people. Yeah. I don't so, think that you know. yeah. What type of work has he done with Marlon? And then Marlon, yeah. just ask him. Yeah, just I don't, I don't think. Yeah, and I easy, don't think not, making fun of people is the it, best that's way. not the
1: way, right? That's not the right way. Don't go there because you're feeling a hurt or rejected or whatever. That's not the classy way. Just don't even go there with that. And insulting other people. While you oh yeah, that. that's not cool. Of course, of course. You know, so don't don't go there because you want to be invited. You know. Yeah.
0: So okay. So okay. All right. So um, somebody else who was um trending, and I don't know. Do you. I want you to tell me if you think this is fair criticism or not. Okay. So a Hollywood executive is blaming Dwayne Johnson's ego for Black Adam's box office flop, and then he quotes saying, um, "Dwayne tries to sell himself as bigger than the movie. He's one of the few people who always thinks he's the most important person." in any situation or room. So Dwayne Johnson reportedly swapped out the scene in favor of, you know, Henry Henry Cavill's uh, Superman and that he also um, did not appear like in the end credits for Shazam and that also, you know, just kind of hurt maybe obviously Black Adam and could have hurt Shazam as well. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you think this is fair criticism of?
1: I don't know. I can't get into that because I really don't know. I mean, when people start pointing the fingers, like they say, you point one finger, when you point your finger at somebody, you got three fingers pointing back at you. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I don't know who all was, was, you know, guilty about that because to me, I didn't like the story. Mm-hmm. I did, and I did okay. like Rock.
0: Well, see, but to, to me, me,
1: to, to me, to the, me the only reason
0: there. why I would have watched it is because of The Rock. And I well, think I mean, that... Too a lot of people like you know if someone if if an executive is saying that well it's true that we wanted to see it because of him and i yeah, think that it's, it's more of the true. script than if, if, the if, rock. If rock wasn't in it i wouldn't have gone to see it right i would have no interest in it
1: right so, so i don't i don't you know so like so said, in, in this know. case ma
0: he is bigger than the movie
1: right <laughs> but he's much bigger than that picture you know so you know listen I like Rock doing the commercial about Shark Week. Nah. I'd like to no no no. I mean more appealing his real character in that than then Black Adam was cuz Black Adam to me was real silly.
0: Yeah, it was. It was silly. so you know,
1: uh, you know. Yeah. I know I, I'm not I'm not going there with that. I'm not going to agree with him cuz yeah. I I don't know, that, and I like him very much in all his little uh, funny movies he does with uh, Kevin Hart. and You know, to me, they're real silly and funny. And I like that they have a, a good work relationship.
0: And I don't I, like them throwing him, you know, under the bus because that, to me it was exactly a poor script. Like, that's what I'm saying. You know, you pointing
1: fingers at him. What about your part in it? Right. What did you do? Yeah. So, oh, you know, no, I'm not going with that.
0: And and, I, and, and I, I don't even like don't that like Shazam thing. And I like the guy, uh Zachary, was it Zachary Levine or whatever? I yeah. the the Shazam, it just seemed too silly to me. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm no, going somewhere. No, I don't need to go no, with no,
1: no problem. You know, it's all good. I appreciate everything you're saying. But no, when we start to all that blame stuff, well, if we're involved in it, we got to take some of the weight too. <laughs> you know, we can't, it's not just you did it, you did it, you did it. What did I do? I was, oh. I was involved, you right. know? Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, my, well, I don't know, not finally, but um. Tamar and Candy are back on social media and apparently they are in a bit of a tiff. And this- Candy? All, Candy Bowis. Yes. And uh, Tamar Braxton. And this all stems from, you know, the few that Carlos and Candy had. So apparently, Tamar was asked about the drama during an appearance Carlos on who, Carlos King. Carlos King, my bad. Thank you. Okay. Um, during an appearance on Dish Nation, and she she said she needed to hear the full story before calling anyone a liar. Now, this is all like Carlos King apparently tried to do a documentary series or film without any of the ladies' uh, consent from Escape. And Candy was not really happy about that, but Tamar uh, Tamar Candy, didn't Candy believe is about, Candy's listen, about her business. I tell listen, you, my, Ta- Tamar didn't believe that was the full story, and that started the tiff between Tamar and um, and Candy. So Tamar so,
1: really, so Tamar really had nothing to do with it. She, she, had, her she had
0: nothing to do with it. She says right. that because As she was
1: in the case because right.
0: she's. She says that you shouldn't call anyone a liar because she's a five time Emmy nominated journalist. Who? She who is? Tamar says that. Remember, she was yeah. on the reel, and so they all, I guess the whole show, that had nothing to do with Tamar. I, you you don't, don't
1: have to tell me that. You don't to that. Let me, let me take that back. Wait, a lie. My, I let, me, can I,
0: let me take that back. I won't say it had nothing to do with Tamar. All of the ladies collectively worked together, but they had a team of people guiding them along the way. None of them are journalists.
1: It's a collaboration. And none of them are journalists.
0: Not not one of them that I'm aware of. They're all Mm -hmm. talented in their own way. And I respect that, but I'll leave that alone. So according to Tamar, weeks go by and she runs into Candy backstage at a concert where they both were performing. While Tamar thought everything was good, Candy quickly let her know she wasn't feeling her. Things escalated, which resulted in Candy's husband, Todd Tucker, walking over to calm Candy down as Candy was allegedly popping off at Tamar. And Tamar says that Todd threatened her, that Todd and Candy threatened her. They did not. Right. And so Candy went on social media and said that her and... Tamar had words, but right. Todd did not threaten. They did not, they did not, right. they and then Tamar not says that her say that new fiance father. spoke to Todd and you know yeah, he about might have said hello. hello. And yeah, he and he and and, and wait, my and that Todd apologized after that. Do you believe any of
1: this? Not the way she's putting it, no. No. I've seen Tamar in action. And I've seen how unreasonable and crazy she can be. They say she's changed, but I don't think so. Otherwise, she wouldn't have a new fiance that she just met last week. So she didn't she change that much. Damn. You know, everything is the man's fault. It was her husband, Vince's fault, who she talked to and treated like a dog, and I didn't like it. That That's one thing that made me dislike her. She didn't value everything Vince brought to the table. I mean, he might have brought his share of BS, too, like we all do. We all have that part of us. But he brought a lot to the table as far as helping her and being there and being supportive of her, you know. And i seen her just talk way out of left field to him for, you know, for like no reason, just picking stuff, you know. And just like she does with a lot of people, just picking stuff. And why is she involved in Candy's comments about Carlos? She don't know what the hell went on with Carlos and Candy and Escape and everything else. She doesn't know that. No, she has no you know? clue what happened. You know, you know she, I mean, whatsoever. She, she's not involved in that. I well, mean, she, she can give her she can give her opinion like
0: we all can, but mm-hmm. I mean her opinion has no weight, no value, no more than anybody else's. Well, you know what my yeah, I was gonna say, because they clearly aren't friends, but I'm gonna say to me, that's when um, you know, journalism quote unquote loses its credibility. When you're friends with the person, they are either is the subject of, you know, um, scrutiny or, you know, you, you're you the person that you're the interviewer, like all of this stuff, it comes into question, like how valid is it? And that's why, like, even with the Breakfast Club that I really love, like I noticed that like, you know, you're not going to go in as hard on people that you hang out with, like at the happy right. hour,
1: you know? Right. Yeah. So... Yeah,
0: I, you know, I've
1: got all that but I, I'm trying to think what what entanglement has Tamar had with Carlos? Now Candy is clear her relationship with him mm-hmm. but what entanglement has Tamar had with Carlos? Was
0: Carlos in? Carlos, was he in with them with their, when they had this family? I show? don't know, family. I have no clue. The Brax I, I, I the don't know either.
1: either. I, don't, I, don't I, I, know. Really, I really don't know either. It, it wasn't Uh, they weren't on Bravo. No, they weren't I not on that. So, but, uh, I don't know, anyhow, Tamar's always into something and and that's just how she is, and that's her way of getting attention and carrying on or whatever. I mean, Candy gets into stuff too because but for candy, well, I guess for both of them, it's business, but I'm telling you right now, Candy is about her business
0: she is. they have
1: on a a show called um s w v and Escape All right, I'm not going in. I'm just saying it just uh, one or two episodes have been aired so far. And it's uh, interesting in ways that I hadn't thought it would be. That's all I'm going to say. And you will see their personalities in these words that come right out of their mouth because they're working on doing a show together. Some, you know, some like reunion type shows or whatever. They're yeah. working on that. And you will see where all the mended that the arguments, you know, and, and estrangements are being mended or not.
0: Mom, and, what does that have to do with Ton? And new
1: ones and new ones are being created or that Doesn't have anything to do with Tamar. it has to do with Candy. Okay.
0: So,
1: and and you will see Candy's about her business.
0: Well, I mean, we already Candy knew that. Right mm-hmm. there,
1: right there, right on the spot. When other people are like, uh-huh, okay, Candy's like, no,
0: wait, wait, wait a minute you know well mom but that's from the beginning that we knew that that she was about her business we got it i I feel that tamar has always got in you know in her own way because to me she has a really good voice and we always hear other things about her as opposed to her actual talent um i think she has an album coming out so you know just positive vibes for her and positive vibes for candy you know two women who are very talented and i you know want to see them continue to win and not fight because that you know at this stage of the game the, everybody's too old to behave that way you know so I hear you okay um so ma here is a former couple uh Giselle Boonchan is rumored to either be dating a billionaire or either she is with her jitsu instructor we no one really knows but there's rumors that she is um dating a billionaire While Tom Brady says that he is focusing on his three kids, it's time to watch their games. Tom also said that the one thing that is off-limit, the off-limit topic for his upcoming um, comedy roast is his marriage. Are you hoping that they get back together, Ma? Do you think they'll ever get back together?
1: No. No? I'm not hoping and I'm not thinking. (laughs) Neither one. Why should they get back together if they were unhappy okay. when they were together? Okay. If it was just a matter of him quitting the football, she wouldn't have took it so far as for them to get divorced. Okay? Because as I have always said, and I've been very consistent about this, he was at the end of his career no matter what. Either he was going to not be able to perform, he would be either unwilling or unable to perform up to his own standards. So, uh, you know, we knew that was coming to an end. Okay. So I, you know, and if that was the, the only thing, if that was the deal breaker, then it would have been no reason for her to leave at this juncture. She's been around for everything else. So you're going to leave a few months before he's going to retire, you know, right? and uh, no. So it had to be, the the problems had to be deeper than that. If that was the case, I would have waited a few more months. You know, I've been with him all these years. I would have waited a few more months, and you know, to see how things went. Apparently, she didn't foresee a a a good and happy future for them moving forward. You know, and um, otherwise, she wouldn't have gotten divorced. You know, because if if it was based on him leaving football, she knew he'd be leaving soon. He had to. You right. know, so uh something other things are going on there deeper than football that that's deep enough you know but there's some additional things going on and what they are only the two of them know you know so no I don't I don't wish any people who are unhappy together get back together now okay. if, you know now if they're happy getting reconciling fine you know and that's on them. But as far as my personal wish, I wish for everyone to try to be as happy as you can. Make yourself as happy as you can. And if you're in a relationship and you're feeling that unhappy and unfulfilled.
0: Then you know the what point to do. It, right.
1: Yeah. You know, Um And I think she valued their relationship and valued him as a husband. And, you know, relationships are very important and and a mate, you know, can be very valuable and in general is. And I think she understood that. And I think she valued her marriage like that. But I don't know if he did. Yeah. I'm not too sure about that. We couldn't tell from from what we could see. Yeah, that's true. For years, he seemed to value
0: football more. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I don't know, you know. Yeah, marriage is you know beautiful, but it's also you know work. You and, know, and, it, right? As you know, with, it's
1: as true. with anything, you're going to get out of it what you put in, right? And, you know, and ultimately it's going to come down to that. You know, and um,
0: so you know,
1: I, I'm, you know, uh, they'll both. I hope they both are happy. Like I yeah. hope everybody.
0: You yeah. know. I hope that they are happy. They have plenty of money to, you know, find things to do to make themselves happy. But I know that happiness really at the end of the day comes from within, you know? So, but money helps. Yeah. All right, mom, we got to do your favorite segment. Naomi knows best. Since we were talking about second chances, this is about second chances. Okay. So, dear Naomi, I'm 36 years old. I've had a lot of experience dating. I've had three long-term relationships. Over two years qualifies as long-term in my book. Okay. And I've observed healthy couples in their relationships. I recently reconnected with an ex from almost 10 years ago. We were together for three years. We wanted different things at the time, but now it seems we both want each other. We still have two major issues we need to address. I want kids and he's not sure if he wants them. He says it's a maybe for him now when it used to be a no. The other issue is trust. He cheated on me. That's how I ended the relationship. He says he's a one woman man now and regrets breaking my heart. I'm scared to give him another chance. What should I do?
1: Okay. You know, no one can tell you what to do. And, but to me, the fact that you're so undecided, no life offers no guarantees that you're making this whole thing about, you know, what should you do? You should do what your heart tells you to do. Your heart and your mind, you know, what they both tell you to do. And usually one outweighs the other, but 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 if you care that much about him, why are you hesitating? You don't have any guarantee about monogamy or commitment or being faithful or whatever you want to, however you want to term it. And, you know, however you view it, what your perception of marriage is, you have no guarantee about anything in life. So it seems to me that you're asking for guarantees. And you said he cheated on you. Well, I don't know if you cheat on a girlfriend, will you cheat on a wife? Most people value a wife more, you know, on a higher level than a girlfriend. He cheated on you, but did he also want to marry you at that time? You know, it's an altogether different thing. You say it's been over 10 years. I would have hoped there's been some level of maturity. Right. If I really cared about him, really loved him and was really into him, I would marry him and I would take a chance. I would absolutely take a chance. Uh, You know, some people say, no, it's risky. It's, It's a risk. It's a risk. Who knows that the next John Henry you meet up the road won't do worse than him. Who knows? It's all a risk. I would marry him. I wouldn't have those reservations. I would marry him. I would, you know, I would, I would say just based on, you know, time has passed. Your, your heads are in a different space. You said he's different. He went from an absolute no kids to now maybe. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know we do transition, and our values. We may have the similar core values that we had when we were younger, but our values they sort of move in a different direction as our life changes you know, things start to take on, we have different priorities. So I would absolutely marry him. I would marry him if I really cared about him. You know, if I really cared about him, I would marry him and I would take a chance because you're taking the chance. I'd rather take a chance on somebody I cared about, you know, just based on the things you've said to me you haven't gave, given any major things like he's, you know, you know, on drugs, unemployed, physically abusive, you know, things that literally scare you. You know, mm-hmm. you haven't mentioned any of those kinds of things. Um, I would absolutely give him a chance. Absolutely. I would give him a chance because what if things do work out? What if you have a long term, you know, rest of your days relationship or even years or whatever to where, you know, he brings a whole lot of pleasure and everything into your life. And I'm assuming he's bringing pleasure into your life now. I, so, I'm,
0: I'm uh, my, I would my I would say, uh, I don't know. I think that life is short or long, de- depending for some people. Right. Um, and I think that if she really does care about him, if she really does love him, I think that she would be foolish not to take this opportunity He's not coming to her, you know, with a whole lot of baggage, you know, he's right. coming to her ap- apparently with the regular back baggage that somebody, you know, in the mid thirties would have, I guess he, I guess he's around her age. I don't know she didn't specify him, but I'm just assuming, right? you know, and so sometimes you don't know until, you know, and I think that for her, I think she really does care about him and I think she's scared. I think she just doesn't want her heart broken anymore, but I would take that risk. Because yeah. You, because you you just don't know. Absolutely. And it's the same risk you take with anybody. Right. You know,
1: if you if you waiting for some guarantee or or what you think, you know, guarantees. sometimes they are things that we create in our heads. Mm-hmm. You know, we think, oh, so and so, they'll never cheat. They'll never do this. They'll never do that. You don't know what anybody will ever do. You don't even know what you'll do. Yeah. you're Ultimately, you know. Right. So I'm with you, daughter. Absolutely. I would marry him. I would marry him, and we'll go on that journey together, and and see what happens. That's what it is. That's when yeah. everybody gets married. There's nobody that married, in, you know, and they had a guarantee how things were going to go. That's what they say: for better, for worse, and sickness and health, and on and on and on, because all these things can arise, you know. And uh, yeah, good love. Don't don't be good. good you mother. know, come on. If you're gonna if you're gonna be in relationships. You know, love is not for cowards. Love is not for punks. You just gotta be, you know, you gotta be pretty strong and just go ahead and deal with it.
0: Okay, my three things that made you smile:
1: the sun, the stars, and the moon. How okay,
0: um, Keanu Reeves touching words and tribute to Lance Reddick. I thought that was really sweet. Yes. Um, Good Burger Two is in the works. Um, you know, oh, reuniting Kenan and cow. Oh, oh my goodness. And Martina Navatilova announced that she is cancer free after undergoing treatment for throat and breast cancer. You know, oh, she's now cancer free. So just really yeah. positive vibes. One of yeah. anything that you want to say
1: before we go? I just want to tell the audience to stay woke, pay attention, stay safe, stay focused. Let your voice be heard on issues that matter to you. Uh, I can't I can't say that enough at this time. Don't leave it up to the next person to do it. Be your own hero. be your own hero and speak up. Many things are going on, and there's a saying. this is not verbatim, but this is I'm paraphrasing. All that's necessary for evil to thrive is for good people to do nothing you got it when good people do nothing are you talking to me you're talking no, to the audience it's
0: to the audience oh okay you said yeah. you got it okay, okay. no
1: that you the general population you gotcha. Gotcha. you know, everyone y'all everybody okay, okay. Yeah. all that's necessary for evil to thrive is for good people to do nothing Right? Yeah. Okay.
0: That's it. All right. It. So guys, thank you for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Um, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook at The Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Page Guys, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is All Things Peju, the home of The Bambushi Happy Hour. We love to get your emails at infobambushihappyhour.com at and check out our Etsy shop, The Bambushi Happy Hour Shop. We really appreciate you guys. Like Ma said, stay woke. Obviously, guys, be safe out there and enjoy. spring and we'll be talking to you soon Bye. bye